Hi, everyone. Here is my disclaimer. Any information you hear in this interview may not represent those of the station or the host. Please seek the counsel of your primary care physician for any information or advice. This is Betsy Wurzel, your host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio. Our mantra is to educate, enlighten, and entertain. Folks, you're going to want to listen to my phenomenal guests because I have phenomenal guests on Chatting with Betsy, and that's why you need to subscribe to Chatting with Betsy. If I have to toot my own horn, I sure will. (laughs) (laughs) I have with me today Dr. Nancy Wiley. She was an orthodontist in Florida for 27 years. She is author of Divine Trust. A Practical Guide to End Suffering and Find Your Way Home. Well, I'll tell you what, that title alone catches my eye, okay? And uh, perks up my interest because who wants to suffer? And aren't we all trying to walk our way home with, uh, with the least amount of suffering as possible? And with that, I want to welcome Dr. Nancy Wiley to Channing with Betsy. Hey, welcome, Betsy. Dr. Nancy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great interview um, introduction, and I want to thank you and your guests, and I can't wait to talk with you. I'm just so chomping at the bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just love it. Nancy, I'm going to, Dr. Nancy, I'm going to ask you what I ask all the authors. What motivated you to write this book? And I just want to tell the the audience real quick, you live in uh, Florida, and you yes. lived near the Parkland school shootings, that horrible tragedy, and that affected you, your, your, you know, the people you knew, obviously. Um, so please tell us uh, what motivated you to write this book. So, um, so Betsy, you, you don't know this about me. I'm just going to tell you two things that we have so much common in our background. <laughs> One is... I have a special needs daughter. She is 23, and I think your son, his name is is Joshua, right? Right. Um, and he's like 30-ish something. 38. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that is something, and just from one parent of a special needs to another, I mean, good God, that really helps, um, you know, strengthen strengthen our our core. I mean, that's the gift. That's why they're there is what I believe and what I've been affirmed in my, um, through my spiritual practices, number one. And number two, my mom passed away from Alzheimer's and I was the, um, the youngest of four and she and I were the closest. Like, you know, I was, we were two peas in a pod. We became Reiki masters together. I mean, so many things. But why I'm bringing these two things up is one, to tell us what we have in common, which we can come back and circle back to. But two is my mom died in January of 2018. And her funeral was actually February 9th of 2018. And I was the one who made it through that funeral with the least amount of stress. And I did the best. My dad suffered, my sister suffered, my brother suffered, and my other, the, the fourth child, he had already passed away. He was also special needs. But um, it was five days later after her funeral, 
Um, I'm sitting in my clinic actually on the afternoon of February 14, 2018. My orthodontic practice was about a mile and a half away um, from Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School in Parkland. And I'm working in the back kind of thinking to myself, wow, I really handled my mom's funeral great. I'm so proud of myself that I really felt all the spiritual work I have done, I no longer suffer. Right when I'm thinking that, a mom standing next to me exclaimed, I just got an alert. There's an active shooter at Douglas. And so we breathed in like, like, and then we heard sirens and helicopters Betsy, if I told you we, we stopped working because we were getting reports from students at the school of what they were experiencing firsthand and witnessing, and um, we, you know, no one was coming into the office after we got that, but when I did leave that day to go home, I saw all of, like, maybe 30 to 50 cars pulled up alongside the roadway, which is usually two lanes, and half of the car was in the road and half the car was on the sidewalk or the median. So these parents, 30 to 50 parents, had just abandoned their cars because there was gridlock, and they walked the rest of the way to the school, you know, hoping that they would get news, you know, and they were frantic. So... um, five o'clock the next morning, I got confirmation from my office manager that we lost a patient that day and one of our staff lost her sister. But moreover, you know, I mean, everybody was in shock and disbelief and suffering. It was about six weeks when those students started coming back for their regular orthodontic appointment, but you could see there was something vacant in their eyes. And at the time, I also had an adult um, psychologist patient, and he said, um, you watch, they're going to commit, start committing suicide. And I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't understand that. They lived. And he said, no, they're going to have survivor's guilt, or they're going to feel severe anxiety, like they'll never be safe again, and then they just can't cope any longer. So sure enough, that's what happened. And at the same time, Betsy, are, are you still there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. At the same time, in starting in January, when I'm leaning over my mom's hospital bed as she's, you know, dying from Alzheimer's, my back starts to become very painful, and it progresses and progresses. And I just try to ignore it because I have a practice, and I'm going through there. I have to be support to all my staff and my patients through this time of turmoil and me feeling like I'm the rock because I no longer suffer. I know things, spiritual, sacred knowledge that somehow I've mastered. And I'll go into it a little bit later, but me feeling like I'm the rock, I'm, you know, moving on, pushing through my pain. So I guess it was about in March, I I was going to a chiropractor to try to work through my pain. And finally, it was so terrible. And I was kept telling my, um, the pain was so terrible. I kept telling my um, chiropractor, it's, it's getting worse. I can't even breathe when I get up off the table. She goes, you got to go for an MRI. So I went for an MRI. We got the results back, and we find out, unbeknownst to me and unbelievable to me, I have 17 bulging discs and four frank herniations of my discs in my vertebrae. 
So I make the decision that, you know, I don't know why. I use everything that I teach in my book, Divine Trust, to, to you know, think to myself, well, this is happening for a reason because I love being an orthodontist so much. I would never sell my practice. I would never give that up unless there was something pushing me out of there. So I listened to my body and I put my practice up for sale, which sold so quickly to a friend I had known for 16 years who was looking for 16 years for a practice. And he lives, guess where, in Parkland. So you can't plan this stuff, right? No, absolutely not. It's like there was this divine hand behind all of this. Well, here's where it gets even more amazing and why I wrote the book. So at this point, I realized I no longer suffer. I have mastered divine trust or trusting in a power of the divine where I know without a shadow of a doubt, I am certain that everything is unfolding ultimately benevolently to the creator's mind, not to our human minds, but when you look at it through the creator's mind, it's all in a a perfect path, all meant to be with allowing and um, letting us have free will. So, I mean, there's a whole, this big, whole overarching um, message here. But, so I sold the practice. I, this is no no joke. Four days after I, my last day of transferring all my patients to this new doctor who was incredible, and walking out of there, I had rented um, a two-bedroom condominium for a month just so I could get my bearing. And it was about three hours north of where I lived um, in a beautiful place called New Smyrna Beach. So um, I was planning to have like a downtime and I timed it so that as soon as I got there and I unpacked, I would be starting a four-day spiritual retreat with a program I'm in called Your Year Miracles. So um, the first day we were told to set the intention, like what do you want out of this four-day of a spiritual retreat? And I said, God, I don't know what my next um, goal is or what you have in store for me, but I want my next divine assignment revealed to me in this four-day retreat. So we're in a process that, you know, it's different teachers come through the whole four days. It's like two or three teachers a day. And on the first day, we're in a meditation. And I'm in deep in meditation, which I've been doing meditation all different types for 45 years. So, you know, I have a lot of practice and a lot of skill in that. Um, And I'm in a meditation and I hear, you're going to write a book on divine trust. And I'm like, I'm a scientist. I'm not an author. Writing is my my weakest point. Why would you want me to do that? So that's all I heard. And I'm arguing with with the divine. (laughs) (laughs) So day two, we're in another process with another teacher. And now it's way more detailed. It says to me, we've worked with you your whole life. You are on this path. This is your path. You've mastered. We've worked with you to become a master at divine trust. This is what you're going to write about. So many people need it. So I didn't argue. And day three of the retreat, I heard nothing. But as the book will relate, you don't. If you don't hear anything, it it just means maybe you're trying too hard. You just have to relax and allow. 
On day four, I'm in another process with another teacher, and I heard, okay, you've accepted your divine assignment. Here are the chapters. We've outlined the book. Please get up and write these down. So I outlined the, um, the books in the chapter, and then the retreat's over. Like the next day, I think it was just ending, even on the day it ended. You, you won't even believe this, but my sister calls me and says, oh, my God, I think this is it for our dad. He's in the emergency room. Do you believe the emergency room was eight minutes from that condo? So I got to spend that whole next month being with my dad, having the most quality time probably of our lives. And he did ultimately pass away about four weeks later. And on the day he passed away is the day I started writing the book, which wrote itself through divine inspiration in five days it was completed. And that's my story. So I hope that answered your question. Yes, that is um, really uh, I'm at a loss for words. I want to say phenomenal, for lack of a better word. But you know, when the when the spirit moves you, divine trust, uh, mm-hmm. you got to do what you have to do. What, what, mm-hmm. Otherwise, as someone I know will say, the cosmic baseball bat is going to come right upside your head <laughs> and say, you know, hey, I'm getting your attention. Um, you know, you need to do this. And, you know, when, when you said, Dr. Nancy, about listening to your body, I have told people that so many times. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. Because if you mm-hmm. don't listen to your body, what it's trying to tell you, it's going to make you listen. You'll end up um, in bed yeah. with some kind of yeah. an illness or something if you don't listen to your body. Like sometimes, you know what I think, Dr. Nancy? This is my opinion, and I, I know in my own life. Sometimes we just want to be so busy, we don't want to listen. We don't want to listen to divine trust. We don't want to listen to what's going on around us, what the universe has to say to us. Um, we try to stifle our feelings. We don't want to feel what we feel, and we need to feel our feelings. We need to recognize if we're grieving, if we're sad. Um, I, I know that the more I tried to resist being sad, the more sad I felt. So now I just go, okay, I feel a little sad right now. Let me feel sad. And then I feel better. Right. Honoring yourself, your feelings. Yes. And then you actually process through things so much more easily. You know, I, I, I just love what you're saying. And, you know, we, before we got on the call, we started talking just briefly about how, um, Sometimes we think everything's our fault, and we blame right. ourselves, and we we go into, you know, down a rabbit hole. And I, I do think it's partially individually instilled in us, but also collectively. I remember, um, ultimately, you know, I've tried different meditations with so many different teachers, but my main teacher, I, I just want to give credit to her. Her name is Jetta Molly. She said to me, um, I was driving in traffic and I saw a little like hedgehog or something run out and get run over in the roadway. And I was like crushed with guilt, even though I didn't hit it, that humanity hit it. And I told her how bad and, and it just made me feel so guilty and and terrible. And she goes, why? Why do you feel guilty? Why do you feel it's, and I said, 
I don't know. And I had to, I had to stop what I was doing and really process through. Like, why did I think that was my fault? Why do I think everything? And then I, I suffer. I suffer for someone else's, um, you know, it's not they are careless. I mean, they really couldn't stop hitting it. It was in this massive rush hour traffic. But um, I do, I accept and take guilt on, or I used to. And I had to work on myself. And since that came up before we even got on the call, I thought that's a sign that we should talk about that. And I think it's pervasive. And um, people, so many people say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's so many people that do that. And they say they're sorry before they, you know, that they didn't even do anything. And so I, I do you have anything you want to say about that? Yeah. I know yeah, that. You, are, you know what, Dr. Nancy, you are so right. And I know uh, my audience has heard this before, but it belongs with uh, what you're saying. I felt guilty, unjustified guilt, I called it, for one year after my husband died because I felt guilty. I picked out a terrible hospice. And I would ask Matt every night to forgive me. And then I had an epiphany. The year, uh, one year passing anniversary of Matt's uh, passing, I felt him say to me, Betsy, I'm okay. I'm not thinking about suffering. I know you fought for me. Now go live your life and stop wasting your energy on feeling guilty. Do what you're supposed to do and go fly. And Mm -hmm. I felt such a relief. Like, you know, uh, uh, that, because, and especially caregivers. <laughs> um, okay. I haven't met a caregiver yet that has not felt guilty about something, you know, right. feeling guilty because we need time for ourselves to recharge. Then we're not right. with our loved one. Feeling guilty, maybe I should have, could have, would have, and you just drive yourself nuts. And I tell right. caregivers, you have to let go of the guilt. And, you know, because we have, we have the power to choose. To be a victim or not to be a victim. And, and I decided this year was one of inner healing. Your uh, book that you wrote fits right in uh, with my inner healing this year of, yeah. you know what? We all have the power to be victorious. Yes. Yes. And understand, I mean, that book is so powerful, Betsy. The book that was written through me, I, I really cannot take credit for that. When I read some of the passages, I'm like, dang, I know that I didn't write this. This was actually written through, it. my hand wrote it, but it was, it's otherworldly. That book is so profound. And it shows me it has golden angel wings, and it's going to fly on its own. And it's going to light up the planet, like two thirds to three quarters of the planet of the knowledge that's in that book. So powerful. And it can it's so powerful that it soothes and smooths any, it acts like a bomb, literally, to take away any guilt you might have, any pain or suffering. It just removes it completely if you can assimilate the truths in the book. They're very simple, yet so profound. So that, that I mean, that book is an actual antidote to anything that we're going through in humanity. So um, I, I do think if we could get that out to your listeners, and thank you for saying that about it, that's a very 
huge testimonial to the book and the material that's in it. It's meant oh. to do just that, is to help and soothe and, and nurture and calm and, and just take away all our pain and suffering. What do you recommend, Dr. Nancy? Can you give an example from your book that someone can use? Uh, I don't want to give away all the books because I want people to buy your book, right. but like, give a little tease. <laughs> I call it a tease sure. of um, how does someone walk their way home with less suffering? Because it seems that so much is going on in this world, so much right. suffering going on. Teenagers, yeah. young children are even feeling yeah. anxiety and depression. Suicide rate is up. And yeah. people, I mean, you know, um, the pandemic, I, thankfully, it brought mental health awareness to the forefront, which should have always been there anyway. But people got a taste of you know, what it's like to be lonely, to be depressed, and, um, or in pain, and they're still in pain. So, yeah. um, yes, I'd like to hear some advice that you have in your book or recommendations. Well, it's, it's no accident. None of what's happening in the outer world, the pandemic, um, the war in Ukraine, the political divide, the way, um, you know, the hatred in the country and how if you're not labeled and put into a group, you know, you're hated by the group you're not in and um, mass shootings, uh, crime rate, suicide rate, divorce rate, everything's up. But on the flip side, so is the amount of people learning to meditate, to, to find mindfulness apps, to do yoga. That seeking as an is at an all-time high as well. People are looking for the antidote, and my book is, foundational in that it's not the only thing you can do but boy does it help and make a the foundation for which all spiritual basis is um built upon but here's what it it boils down to betsy is that one your listeners we all each one of us individually have a responsibility to take are we going to suffer Are we going to wallow in that or are we going to look for the antidote? The whole point of all of those painful things is to push us to find the antidote. It's provoking us. One is, I believe we we created on a collective basis to take responsibility for that. And two is to individually get ourselves out of suffering. What is the antidote? So, it starts, the book starts out with laying out the divine of, or, or the divine plan and the, the way the whole world is built. So it's called the model of the universe, the model of reality. And to learn that first so we can hang a mental construct onto it. And then it slowly moves us into like who we are, what are we, are we just bodies, that, you know, live a life and then die, or are we more than that? And, of course, you and I both know that. If you've done any inner work, you know that you're way more than a body. Right. And that's the whole point, you know, of being here is to wake up to that. So my book outlines that, and then it starts out right away, almost chapter three, into teaching you how to um, communicate with this energy that holds all things. Now, I'm a scientist, 
So we have six advanced degrees or certificates, three from Columbia University. So that was also something like we are, we are trained to look at our five human senses. If it's not reproducible in those, it's not real. So we are actually trained out of listening to our body and our intuition into, you know, looking at our five senses, not our inner senses and what our body is telling us and our feelings. We are, we are trained to ignore them. So at least in the scientific world. So I don't know if, you know, what your degrees are but, um, and your education, but I know that as a scientist, I'm trained out of that. So it was luckily that I started learning meditation when I was 16 and all those years of first I did transcendental meditation, which is where you um, close your eyes and you, you repeat inwardly a mantra that has no meaning. And uh, with not getting much movement on my needle after that, I tried another type of meditation called Holosync, which is brainwave and treatment where you put your headphones on. It's supposed to use science to create what like a Buddha or a, you know, a monk that had been meditating 50, 50 years, his brainwave. Well, I had no um, movement on that either after eight years. And it was in 2008, I found a wonderful teacher through learning strategies who I already mentioned her name, Jetta Molly. And she taught a course called Pathway to Enlightenment. And almost from the first meditation with her, she's guided meditation and she's clearly an enlightened being. Um, whose light is on. I always say, you know, her light was on and it lit my light. And now my light is so bright, it's my turn to turn on lights. And that's how it goes. It's passed on through teacher to teacher. Now, luckily, we have these, this new technology or this technology like you're sharing where you can reach a lot more people. It doesn't go one-to-one or you don't have to be in person. You can actually share this information it goes out in the airways because after all it's a vibration the vibration goes out the the mere vibration of our conversation today is falling on the right ears it's illuminating the right people it's waking up the very people who need to hear it bringing relief from their pain and suffering so um i know that's a long (laughs) long way around but You know, it starts with communing with this energy that hosts all things. And then it builds on that, and the book um, slowly builds chapter by chapter. It's a very easy read. It doesn't take that long, but don't let that fool you because it is so profound. And the more you do it and the more you do the processes, the deeper and the deeper you go, the more layers are um, opened up to you and the the more you see your your own divinity it's in each of us we each carry it and it's time for humanity to wake up to this and to know to know these truths that that is beautiful i've had so many guests on no it's not a coincidence because i don't believe in coincidences this mm-hmm. year really with it, it seems like to be a, a, a big theme this year uh, for me uh, and my, my show is one of, you know, inner work and mm-hmm. world works in progress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we get to choose. And yeah. this year, 
I really realized, and I'm going to be 65, and I always tell people it's never too late to change, that I was carrying my hurt around like a badge of honor. And when I learned to let that go and, like, resentment towards people and just, like, hostility I had towards people in situations, I felt so Mm -hmm. much better. And I feel better. And I just feel more positive. And people have noticed the difference. They've noticed the difference in how I talk and even how I look. And I really do believe that. I mean, the only education I have is I'm a licensed practical nurse, but I have, I'm an empath and I have intuitions that I cannot explain. And I have always gone by my gut instinct and I've always been right. Uh, It's just things I can't explain that I know things that are going to happen. And, you know, we, we have, what's beautiful, Dr. Nancy, is that each one of us, has the power to turn on that light, to get rid of that heavy baggage, and to be a bright light in this world. And I always say in my show, it's so funny that you said about being a light, to shine your light bright, you know, to be kind and shine your light bright because we we need it. And if if we would all work on ourselves, we become better people, and then it become a better world. Yeah. That's why I look at it. Absolutely, because, um, Betsy, you you say things like you can't explain. Well, quantum physics explains so many different things. I've had the most unbelievable experiences. Like I, my mom appeared to me, and I could see her, feel her. She put her arm around me. I could hear her, and I could even smell her. She came to me after she died. She put her arms around me, her arm around me, and, you know, was comforting me. And I knew she was fine. And, like, the scientific world would say that cannot be possible. And I'm like, absolutely it can. You guys need to look at quantum physics. What is quantum physics? What is string theory? It says there's multiple dimensions within one dimension. And so, you know, it's, it is all coming back around but the scientific world is one that is holding us back but there's you know quite a few people quite a few scientists these days who are understanding it and um, actually affirming what you just said and what I just said about you know things we cannot explain to the human senses because it's not a human sensing type of thing. It's an inner sensing. It's using your spiritual, our spiritual um, senses, our inner senses. And quite amazing. I could tell you thing, um, uh, experience after experience. I mean, maybe that's my next book is all the unexplained experiences or the uh, mystical experiences that the scientist uh, that you're talking to right now has had. Yes. And I never, yes. I never, I never, that, that would be a great book. <laughs> you can interview me. You can interview me for, yes. for your book. And yes. I can tell you about my, <laughs> my experiences that, that I've had. But, and I know what, what you mean that you felt your mom. And I know that you did because I know that after Matt died, I felt him on, on my bed. I felt him touch me, and I felt mm-hmm. him give me a kiss. 
And I know mm-hmm. I'm not crazy, although some people would debate that. <laughs> uh, uh, and I know I've, I've gotten signs. It's yeah. something you can't explain, but that would be a great book. Yeah. I'll have you back on. <laughs> you write that book, come back on. You could interview me for some signs. Um, but it's really, there's things that you can't ex- explain. And um, I want to uh, thank you, Dr. Nancy Wiley, for coming on and uh, writing your book and, and helping others. Do you by any chance uh, counsel people? And how can people get in touch with you? I do. And I, yes, I'm happy to do that. They can go to my site, trustthedivine.com. And um, they could go to the coaching. I do master classes, which divine, uh, divide the book up into three um, one-hour sessions. I do those often. They can you know, sign up for one of those or email me. And they can get my book on Amazon. And if they do, I want to tell your listeners, if you do, please put the Amazon number um, that you get when you buy the book. It's available in both the Audible form, the Kindle, and the paperback form. And it's available um, all across the planet on Find Away Voices. So it's, it's available everywhere. But put the number into um, divinetrustbook.com, and your listeners will get four free gifts. And they're really great. Some meditations of, with me teaching them very short explanation of divine trust and how do you trust in this source that's the energy that hosts all things and how you can see it and commune with it. And then there's also a workbook from um, Marcy Shymoff on Happy for No Reason, which is awesome. And then a good friend, uh, Dr. Sue Mortar, she does a healing meditation on that um, as well. That's one of the free gifts at Divine trustbook.com so they can either go there or to trustthedivine.com and and sign up to work with me okay so make sure i get your email not your email your um, website trustinthedivine.com trustthedivine.com oh trustthedivine.com okay Mm -hmm. and what was the the other one active divine DivineTrustBook.com. So the name of the book is Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Your Suffering and Find Your Way Home. Yes, yes. Um, um, Audience, I thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on, Dr. Nancy Wiley, and writing this book and and helping others. Um, There's a saying, I, I see this a lot in support groups I belong to, we're all trying to walk our way home and some other people home. And I want to thank you for coming on, writing this book and helping others, making this world a a better place. And I just, you know, I can't thank people enough like Dr. Nancy Wiley who come on my show to help people. And one of the reasons for my show is to provide people with resources to help them live a better life. And that's my mission and vision is to help people. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's enough for fame or fortune. Although that would be nice. <laughs> I'm going to turn that down. <laughs> I'll be honest. But, um, but really, the, it's to carry on uh, Matt's uh, memory and helping people. And people 
need help. There's so many people out there that just need to know about resources to help them, to help them have a better life. And I feel like I'm being uh, used as a vessel for that. So I'm very uh, thankful um, to meet wonderful people like you, Dr. Nancy. I want to thank you. You're welcome. I want to thank the audience for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already and share um, the show to help other people and to help people live a better life. And I want to thank Jeannie White, who is the station manager, Pesh World Talk Radio, for producing the show, writing the blog. All the information will be in the blog, so please read the blog about Dr. Nancy Wiley and where you can purchase the book. And I want to thank William Caldwell, who's CEO of Passionate World Talk Radio, who makes this all possible. And I'm grateful and blessed to be a host. This is my third year anniversary this month, so happy anniversary to chatting with Betsy. (laughs) And uh, I just, I learn from every guest, and it is so thrilling for me. I just love what I do, and I'm blessed and grateful that Jeannie White discovered me. I can't. Thank Jeannie White enough, and I always thank Lennon Caldwell, especially this anniversary month, for getting me out of my comfort zone. And, folks, it's never too late to change. It's never too late to claim your power. Claim your power. Don't be a victim. Don't, be, don't live in victimhood. Live in power. Live in your power that you have. You know, people say, oh, Betsy, you're strong, or I, could, I wish I could be strong. It's not that I'm strong, but because, you know, we all, we can't be strong 24-7. I've had my meltdowns. Trust me, I've had them. But we have the power to choose whether we're going to be living in misery and wallowing in self-pity, or are we going to be victorious and help shine our light and feel lighter and brighter? And that's what I cho- choose, and, and I feel so much better. I, I really do. I I've, I've got to tell the world, this is my megaphone to the world. I'm telling you from my own experience that you will feel better. And, you know, is life going to be perfect? Of course not. Are you going to have problems? Of course you will. But you will be able to deal with them better. And, you know, I've learned um, really a, a lot lately not to go to that place to beat myself up or negativity. Um, it comes from childhood because I was a scapegoat of my family. So I thought everything was my fault and I know it's not. There's things that happen that are not your fault. It's not your control. I don't your control. And if something happens and it is your fault, then you know what? You'll learn from that mistake. You'll learn from it. And it's not, people think, I think Dr. Nancy, oh, I'm afraid to try something because I'll fail. Trying isn't failing. Mm-hmm. Lack of trying, that's where the failure is. Because you know what? When you try and make a mistake, you learn from it and you go forward. And, and that's um, how, how I look at it now. Um, you know, I make mistakes. And when I do my show, I roll with it. I'm not perfect. I'll admit. Mm-hmm. I never claimed to be. But, you know, we learn. And <clears throat> I want to thank you again, uh, Dr. Nancy Wiley, for coming on. Please go to Amazon.com. The book is Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Suffering and Find Your Way Home on Amazon.com. And um, I highly recommend the book. 
thank you all for, again, listening. As I always say at the end of my show, in a world where you could be anything, please be kind and shine your light bright. And let's make this a better, brighter, beautiful world. Until we chat again, this is Betsy Wurzel, your host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio. Bye-bye now.